That was Have You Ever Been Away by The Beautiful South off the album. Welcome to The Beautiful South, a little piece about advocating for war while avoiding fighting in one. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast on political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, email me at polyrical at gmail.com, or follow me on Twitter at polyrical, and check out the website polyrical.com. Here is D-Light off the album Infinity Within with the song, I had a dream I was falling through a hole in the ozone layer. Oh, precious land, you're in the wrong hands Stretched every way like a rubber band I'm calling out to all
And the topic for this episode is me. And you might think, hmm, isn't this uh, podcast about political music? How is meat, the topic meat, political? But uh, like much of what we eat, there's a whole layer uh, or underlayer of uh, political component to what we eat. In fact, the artist that we'll hear later in the episode, Michael Franti, has a lyric most everything in life has political ramifications. Even taking kids on vacation or having a simple operation. Like everything we do, everything we do, the choices we make, even if they seem to do directly impact only us, do impact everyone in our society. And beyond humanity, impact all of the creatures on this planet and nature and this planet itself so here's a little take on meat this piece is, or this this uh, extended quote is from steve johnson he was co-producer of a piece on frontline several years back called modern meat the meat industry in the united states is a powerful political force both in the legislative and the regulatory arena even though the way they wield that power is different from many industries on Capitol Hill. Instead of spreading lots of money around to many different lawmakers in an attempt to gain access and influence the traditional method used by many large corporations, the meat industry targets their approach to a small number of key lawmakers and regulators that have a direct impact on their business interests. Yet despite the relatively low level of financial contributions, the industry has succeeded in weakening or preventing many new meat safety initiatives. Most of the companies involved in the meat business, including the big meat packers, are represented by one or more of the powerful meat trade and lobbying organizations, the American Meat Institute, the National Meat Association, and the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. They're a powerful group and they know they have a strong voice in decision making in Washington. Quote, I think the ultimate objective of a lobbying organization such as the American Meat Institute is to be sure that when their legislators enact bills or when a regulator finalizes a regulation, our expertise, our experience, our insight is part of their decision-making process, says Patrick Boyle, CEO of the American Meat Institute. Over the last 50 years, the meat industry grew accustomed to having powerful friends in the upper levels of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Some of that changed in the Clinton administration in the 1990s. When Michael Taylor, a lawyer by training who didn't have a meat industry background, became the new head of the Food Safety and Inspection Services, the USDA's meat inspection arm, he was surprised at what he saw on the telephone in his new office. Quote, On the telephone, there were two speed dials with names by them. And one was to the American Meat Institute, and the other was to the National Cattlemen's Association. Taylor says this is emblematic of the cozy relationship the meat industry had with the government agency in charge of regulating it. Quote, It is just a political context, a culture, that has developed over the years at the political level. The food safety program at the USDA th thinking of the industry as the customer rather than the consumer and thinking in terms of efficient inspection rather than protecting public health. 
So we're going to hear Meat Kills by Consolidated off their album Friendly Fascism. But right before that, here is Boogie Down Productions from the album Edutainment with Beef. Beef. What a relief. When will this poisonous product cease? This is another public service announcement. You can believe it or you can doubt it. Let us begin now with the cow. The way it gets to your plate and how. The cow doesn't grow fast enough for man. So through his greed, he makes a faster plan. He has drugs to make the cow grow quicker. Through the stress, the cow gets sicker. 21 different drugs are pumped into the cow in one big lump. So just before it dies, it cries in the slaughterhouse full of germs and flies. Off with the head. They pack it, drain it, and cart it. And there it is in your local supermarket. Red and bloody. A corpse neatly packed. And you wonder about heart attacks? Come on now, man. Let's be for real. You all what you eat is the way I feel. But the Food and Drug Administration will tell you meat is the perfect combination. See, cows live under fear and stress. Trying to think what's gonna happen next. Fear and stress can become a part of you. In your cells and blood, this is true. So when the cow is killed, believe it. You preserve those cells, you freeze it. Thaw it out with the blood and season it. Then you sit down and begin eating it. In your body, its structure becomes your structure. All the fear and stress of another. Any drug is addictive by any name. Even drugs in meat, they are the same. The FDA has America strung out on drugs and beef, no doubt. So if you think that what I say is a bunch of crap, tell yourself you're gonna try and stop eating meat and you'll see you can't compete. It's the number one drug on the street, not crack, cause that was made for just black but ground beef for all American teeth. Life brings life and death brings death. Keep on eating the dead and what's left, absolute disease and negative. Read the book How to Eat to Live by Elijah Muhammad. It's a brown paperback for anybody, either white or black. See how many cows must be pumped up fatter. How many rats gotta fall in the batter. How many chickens that eat shit you eat. How much high blood pressure you get from pig feet. See, you'll consume the FDA can care less. They'll sell you donkey meat and say it's fresh. fresh. For 1990, The driving force behind the destruction of the tropical rainforests is the American meat habit. The rainforests are cleared, then planted with grass for grazing livestock to create hamburgers for fast food restaurants. More than half of all the water used in the United States is used for raising animals for food. 25 gallons of water is needed to produce a pound of wheat. 2,500 gallons of water is needed to produce a pound of meat. Dependence on foreign oil is one of the principal reasons for U.S. intervention in the Persian Gulf. The length of time the world's oil reserves would last if all human beings ate a meat-based diet would be approximately 13 years. The length of time the world's oil reserves would last if all human beings ate a plant-based diet would be approximately 260 years. Feedlots and slaughterhouses are both major polluters of rivers and streams, filling them with poisonous residues and animal wastes. 250,000 pounds of animal excrement is produced every second in the U.S., and there are no sewage systems to treat the wastes. 
In 1989, over 40% of the world's grain harvest was fed to animals going to slaughter. If the same grain was fed directly to human beings, there would be more than enough grain to feed the entire world. Over 20 million people will die as a result of malnutrition this year. In the third world, private and government money has gone to developing cash crops for export, while food production for the poor majority is neglected. 80% of the corn grown in the U.S. is fed to animals raised for food rather than going to hungry people. On a purely vegetarian diet, the world can support a population many times its present size. On a meat-based diet, the current world population could not be sustained. Cattle ranching has always competed with wildlife. Coyotes and wolves would not be shot and poisoned by ranchers if people did not eat steaks and lamb chops. Destroying the rainforest to raise cattle is causing millions of birds, monkeys, snakes, and other species to lose their homes and lives. In the U.S., this year alone, 37.5 million cattle, 85.5 million pigs, 5.5 million sheep, 242 million turkeys, 4,147,000,000 chickens will be murdered for the taste of their flesh. Pain, frustration, stress, fear, abuse, neglect, and deprivation are realities in the raising of animals on today's factory farms. Animals are artificially inseminated, fed growth hormones, overcrowded, chained, and caged. Raising livestock for profit is a competitive business, and being humane means costs will go up. These animals are kicked, prodded, electroshocked, dragged, and finally transported to their deaths. A vegetarian diet promotes superior health, endurance, and longevity. Animal products have three nutritional disadvantages. They contain too much protein, too much fat, and no fiber. Do not believe the protein myth. It was based on a study done by the meat and dairy industries to rats, animals who need 1,000 times more protein in their diet than humans. And that was consolidated with meat kills. And as I explained, there's a lot of different ways that meat kills. It uh, certainly and obviously kills the animal that is uh, turned into a product on our, for our plate in our supermarket, but also in many ways can kill us and do other significant damage to the environment. Here is Utah Phillips off of I've Got to Know with Judas Ram. Down inside the packing houses, there he is, a Judas ram. Leads the sheep into the slaughter and goes free to lead again. We are only sheep who follow. We are nothing more than slaves. While the leaders make decisions, that will lead us to our graves. You can say I am mistaken. You can tell me I am blind. I don't want your war and killing. I will never change my mind. I can't let your television take away my sight. 
I can't let your yellow ribbon strangle what is right. Don't sell your labor to the death mills that these warlords profit from. Don't bear arms against each other. Save us from the Judas Ram.
And here are a few words from Utah Phillips off of the album Making Speech Free. This piece is called All We Want Is To Create Voluntary Combinations. Ammon was a, a, I could say, a Catholic pacifist and an anarchist. And he never tired of talking about what that meant and what that meant to him. He never preached. He never tried to make you into anything that you weren't ready to be. He behaved in a certain way. That to him was a kind of speech, was his behavior. And you watched it, and you saw how things happened in his life. You saw the, the centeredness. You saw the grace. You saw the deep sense of conviction that consistently buoyed his spirits up during the hardest of times. And gradually, you would try to become like that without, without being told, you understand. You would begin to figure it out. Ammon, he said, anarchy is an attitude. It's not a program. It's not a revolution. It's not a set of principles that if you subscribe to them, you're an anarchist. He, he said it's kind of like the tension between moral authority and political, moral autonomy and political authority. The tension in between the two, especially in the area of combinations, whether they're going to be coercive or voluntary. Most of us grow up uh, culturally compelled by by combinations which, of which we're not the architects. We didn't decide on boss-employee combinations, marital combinations, uh, teacher-student combinations, all these combinations that are coercive and, and push us around. All we, he'd say all we ever wanted to do was to be able to create voluntary combinations among ourselves, which we create according to what we define as our needs, you see. I guess he'd say, I heard him say this so many times, he'd look at somebody, he'd say, now, if you and I can agree to do our share of the work of the world, if you and I can agree to only take what we need and put back what we can, if we both agree to care for the afflicted, and if we both agree not to hurt anybody, all the things you can't get from the boss and from the state, then we can begin to create between ourselves those voluntary combinations and get the work of the world done without the boss and without the state. Hard to do, hard to do. Hard to do indeed, but a very important endeavor if we want to make our world a better place. That brings us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is the Disposable Heroes of Hip-Hopercy. And I played some of their music before and mentioned that their one and single album that they released is one of the best political albums, in my opinion, of all time. So we're going to hear four tunes from that album. That album is called Hypocrisy is the Greatest Luxury. Here's a little bit from an interview done at the time, uh, and this was written by Len Righi, R-I-G-H-I, of The Morning Call. Michael Franti and Rono Say, better known as rap group The Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy, are doing more than mouthing off about what's wrong with the system. Over the last few months, they have contributed a new song, Exercise Your Right, to a compilation disc, Say What You Want, that will benefit Rock the Vote. And just this week, they participated in a video shoot that will help tout Rock the Vote's new voter registration campaign. How weird does it have to get before you vote? That's the name of the campaign, or was the name of the campaign. This piece was written in 1992. 
But now that the putative nominees for both major parties have exploited rap musicians for political gain, Bill Clinton finding his Anita Hill in Sister Soulja, and George Bush his new Willie Horton in Ice-T, do the disposable heroes who perform Thursday in Philadelphia feel sheepish about urging people to cast a ballot? Quote, it seems like rap has been made a whipping boy, and when I hear Republicans and Democrats speak that way, I get offended. But I don't let it get to me, said Say. Quote, no one has issued a statement that would help urban areas. When I look at what has happened to young people and look at the health care system that isn't there, I think it's a good way for them to have an excuse not to do anything. I don't think they have an understanding of what's happening on the streets, but I don't want to make it an issue of us and them. There's really not a presidential candidate that represents my ideas, but you have to remember that when a president gets up there, they also elect 400 other people to Congress. If people want to make a difference, say, by being a juror in Simi Valley, they have to be a registered voter. If people are going to riot, maybe they ought to spend some time and register to vote. So just a little uh, from Rono Say on uh, the importance of attacking issues from multiple different levels. So first up is television, the drug of the nation. Well, on a brighter note, commercial break. The government has now banned the carrying of spears. Stop about every thousand miles ain't asking too much, is it? You might wish to uh, stay on and listen. It was a place where everything was legal. I met this woman. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional help. Thank you for joining us live on the air. My pleasure. One nation under God has turned into one nation under the influence of one drug. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV, its satellite links are United States of unconsciousness. Apathetic, therapeutic, and extremely addictive. The methadone metronome, pumping out 150 channels 24 hours a day. You can flip through all of them, and still there's nothing worth watching. TV is the reason why less than 10% of our nation reads books daily. Why most people think Central America means Kansas. Socialism means un-American, and apartheid is the new headache remedy. Absorbed in this world, it's so hard to find us. It shapes our minds the most. Maybe the mother of our nation should remind us that we're sitting too close to the television, the drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV is a stomping ground for political candidates. Where bears in the woods are chased by Grecian formed bald eagles. TV is mechanized politics, remote control over the masses, co-sponsored by environmentally safe gases. Watch for the PBS special. It's a perpetuation of the two-party system. 
where image takes precedence over wisdom, where sound by politics are served to the fast food culture, where straight teeth in your mouth are more important than the words that come out of it. Race baiting is the way to get selected. Willie Horton or Willie not get elected on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. On the screen is an address where you can mail your tag offering or gift of love. Okay, got the idea? All right, I'll let Is it the reflector or the director? Does it imitate us or do we imitate it? Because a child watches 1,500 murders before he's 12 years old. And then we wonder why we created a Jason generation that learns to laugh rather than abhor the whore. TV is a place where armchair generals and quarterbacks can experience firsthand the excitement of video warfare as the theme song is sung in the background. Sugar-sweet sitcoms that leave us with a bad actor taste, while pop stars metamorphosize into soda pop stars. You saw the video, you heard the soundtrack. Well, now go buy the soft drink. Well, the only cola that I support would be a union COLA cost of living allowance on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. cleverly between heavy-breasted beer and car commercials. CNN, ESPN, ABC, BCB, TNT, but mostly BS. Where oxymoronic language, like virtually spotless, fresh, frozen, light, yet filling, and military intelligence have become standard. TV is a place where phrases are redefined like recessions and necessary downturn, crude oil on a beach to moose, civilian death to collateral damages, and being killed by your own army is now called friendly fire. TV is a place where the pursuit of happiness has become the pursuit of trivia, where toothpaste and cars have become sex objects, where imagination is sucked out of children by a cathode ray nipple. TV is the only wet nurse that would create a cripple. Television, the drug of the nation, breeding ignorance, feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation.
the accusations of unpatriotic The fall will always remember Capitulating silence election November Before the winter of the long hot summer Somewhere in the desert we raised the oil pressure And waited for the weather to get much better For the new winter blowing the storm We tried to remember the history and the region The French foreign legion imperialism Peter O'Toole and hate the Ayatollah were all we learned in school. And not that we gave Hussein five billion, not of our new bed partner, the Syrian, and of course no mention of the Palestine situation. It was amazing how they steamrolled. They said 80% approval, but there was no one that I knew pulled. No one had a reason for being in the Gulf. We waited for Congress to speak up, illegal build-up, but no one would wake up. Our representatives were Millie Vanillas, for corporate Dallas cowboy Beverly Hillbillies. With perfect timing, the politicians rhyming, the sentiments so nicely, oil, gold, and sand, my sentiments precisely. We regretfully support the lunacy I'm afraid there's no time for more scrutiny National unity Preserve our community Teflon election opportunities We're in profound abundance On January 2nd the Bush administration Announced a recession had stricken the nation The highest quarterly earnings in 10 years Were posted by Chevron While our budget was placed in our hand As the deadline in the sand came to an end So much for the peace dividend A billion a day was what we spend And our grandchildren will pay for it to the end When schools are unfunded and kids don't get their diplomas They get used for gumbo diplomacy Disproportionately black or brown we see Bullet catches for the slave master. Then the conservatives called up reservists to active service. Left families nervous, but more importantly broke. 900 a month, but the check came late. On the red tape, you see, this golden opportunity. We watched the tube and read the newspaper The propaganda of the gas mask raper Was the proper slander to whoop up the hatred The stage was lit and the lights were all faded The pilots and night vision goggles created And generals masturbated Till the 15th Two days later they invaded Not a single TV station expressed dissension or hardly made mention to the censorship of information from a kind of a gentler nation, blinder and mentaler, retardation, disorientation. The pilots said their bombs lit Baghdad like a Christmas tree. It was the Christian thing to do, you see. They didn't mention any casualties, no distinction between the real and the proxy. Only football analogies. We saw the bomb hole, we watched the Super Bowl. We saw the scud missile, we watched both commercials. We saw the yellow ribbon, saw pilots in prison. We never saw fans of the dead at 11. Angela 
days address the specters and shouting above a rumbling generator. If they insist on bringing this down, then let's shut the whole country down. Marching through the downtown, a hundred thousand camp participants, and we heard the drums of millions off in the distance. Rushing through the cities, some of them did things that weren't so pretty. Most were there for primal screen therapy. Newsmen concentrated on the negative, like the jingle was more peaceful protesters ended up on the cutting room floor. Nintendo casualties of the ratings war. Imagine 150,000 dead The city of Stockton Coffins locked in When we clocked in Not to mention civilians The loss of life on both sides Pitching the limits of resilience The scent of blood in my nostril Fuel of the fossil Land of apostle The blackness that covered the sky Was not the only thing that brought us to the eye or the taste of anger to the tongues of those who young to remember Vietnam This heroin better in a veteran Minding the memory of the dying Laying in a line Is it the smell of the shadows Heaving and weeping To keep the soldiers from sleeping As he sings The orphans lullaby To the marionettes Amir of Kuwait gets back in his jet We replace the dead with new cadets We hate those who did the shelling It's Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy's song, The Winter of the Long Hot Summer, taking aim at the Iraq War. And here is a, a, a quote from Michael Franti 
uh, in, related to that. When I was in Iraq, I spoke to poets who had their fingers broken and had been electrocuted in jail, tortured because of things they wrote. Just poetry, not even defensive poetry against Saddam, but just sort of poetry that questioned the status quo a little bit. In America, the censorship is different. It plays to the greedy bone in the artist. If you write these things, say these things, we're not going to play this song on the radio. Your record sales are going to suffer. And you're going to be banned. Well, being banned and having your record sales suffer is very different than being tortured. So I challenge artists in America to try to put things in perspective. You think you are really suffering because this radio station don't play the shit? It's nothing compared to what other people go through. So you really need to be realistic about what it means to be censored. No one is really censoring us. They are just really giving us this ultimatum. So I continue to say what I say, and I encourage others to say what they say. And kind of along that same, uh, same theme, here is the song Satanic Reverses. The OPEC nations began to dominate the world's oil economy. In the 1980s, Japan became the world's number one economic power. In 1989, the nations of Eastern Europe attempted to restructure. While in the United States, Civil rights have collapsed at the hands of fundamentalists And national insecurities at an all-time high X on and on and on and on The ministers of double feet New meaning and clean that try to teach us The stage of foley shampoo off the bow These greases complete Jericho the bitches Pipe bar for the NAACP And a hit on Salman Rushdie The Berlin Wall comes down And the U.S. cracks down on illegal aliens Ban the freedom of choice for those wanting abortion And enforce capital punishment 24-hour radio ban for indecency Dumbing by the FUCC Why are we so anesthetized to the lies? Because we do it in our own lives We believe all the things that we want to hear But then we also love to criticize Bail out the banks from on to the churches Satanic reverses Bail out the banks from on to the churches Satanic reverses Bail out the banks from on to the churches Satanic reverses Bail out the banks from on to the churches Satanic reverses The European economic community will reform. In 1997, the city of Hong Kong will become a part of the People's Republic of China. In 1999, and this is no coincidence, the nation of Panama will control its own canal. While in the United States, Civil rights have collapsed at the hands of fundamentalists And national insecurities at an all-time high Hell's a ban the photograph of the piss Christ It's sacrilegious, not an art So we all try to discern between our cup of tea 
In what we call obscenity, the house's legislation rips a phony foundation off a weed spot inherent. Sent Joey to the Supreme Court because he made a statement. They called it desecration of the symbol that was meant to represent the freedom of so-called choice and dissent. They almost had me believing it. They were bleeding it. He said, burn, baby, burn to the streets. Samurai I said to my face that any flex with the shit was woke from fire in the first place. Bail out the banks will march to the churches. Satanic verses. Bail out the banks will march to the churches. Satanic verses. Bail out the banks will march to the churches. Satanic verses. Bail out the banks will march to the churches. Satanic verses. position right now to lead the country out of recession. We look at dollars coming out of one pocket of the, of the institution going into the other pocket. The issue is larger than are there dollars to educate our children. The issue is do we want to educate our children? Financial leprosy. We got to get up and wait in line for the soup toilets and things to read. Fill out 11 on ones and take a seat. But then we got to find a place to sleep. We got to lay down upon newspaper, cardboard, concrete, and plastic sheets. Affects the baby public policy. We used to buy full shopping carts and buy useless products. Train to drain, not to remain. Redline economy. I have it in reality. Well, self-effacing and mirror-hating the ethnic notions and potions. But I still smell bad. Invader, tanning boots in conjunction with their plastic boobs and diet pills. All means to attract and distract. 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 Design our glasses to see design our clothes. Design our cologne to wave under a designer drug nose. That sniffs through the perfume scented magazines Try to make sense out of dollars Often heard of, rarely seen 
as an ear listens to the dial tone I pretend to talk on a sailor phone that I know I can't afford Well I used to own this street and now I'm living on Market Street Well, self-effacing and mirror-hating the ethnic notions and potions, but I still smell bad. Skin fader, tanning boots in conjunction with their plastic boobs and diet pills. All means to attract and distract. 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 Narco gangsters that concern us all. And we will need speed and base. Base. It's a matter of priorities when in California 42% of the kids in CYA are African American and we're about 8% of the population. It's a priority when 40% of those in the adult corrections are African American. Generating revenue, lottery, poverty, tax, drug lords and landlords, and praise the lords. They prey upon us. How did they ever manufacture consent? A meal in every trash can, myth of the happy hobo, COINTELPRO, the coffee show. Why did they cut the Pell Grant so they can build cells? Ten years in prison, but no tenure at the university. Is this ethnic diversity? Or is it public policy? The ones who need education the most are not getting it. Chemical bullets aimed at the Afro diaspora. A genocidal ghost manipulates a suicidal host. And his high technology Eliminates the need for manual labor And Mercedes-Benz logos Replace peace signs on the necks of our youth They go self-effacing and mirror hating the ethnic notions and potions But I still smell bad Invader, tanning boots in conjunction with their plastic boobs and diet pills. All means to attract and distract. 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 The poverty industry. financial leprosy wrapping up the set of songs from the disposable heroes of hypocrisy off their one and only and amazing album hypocrisy is the greatest 
luxury. In another song, Michael Franti sings, My friend Billy told me that sometimes it takes a grown man a long time to learn what it takes a child a night to learn. My son proved his words. Those words uh, from Michael Franti are in the song Water Pistol Man, which was on this album also was on a subsequent album that Michael Franti did with Spearhead. When he talks about my friend Billy, that friend Billy is none other than Billy Bragg. And that lyric, sometimes it takes a grown man a long time to learn what it takes a child a night to learn, is off of Billy Bragg's song, The Passion, from the album Talking with a Taxman About Poetry. Up next is not that song, but another song by Billy Bragg, a song off of his album Tooth and Nail. Here is Tomorrow's Going to Be a Better Day. To the misanthropic, misbegotten merchants of Clun Who look into their crystal balls and prophesy our doom Let the death knell chime the end of time Let the cynics put their blinkers on And toast our decline Don't become demoralized By this chorus complaint It's a sure sign that the old world Is terminally quaint And tomorrow's gonna be a better day no matter what the siren voices say Tomorrow's gonna be a better day We're gonna make it that way Pessimistic populists who harbor no doubt That every day we make our way to hell in a handcart And the snarky said we're snapping to get Anyone who sticks their head above the parapet Well don't be disheartened baby, don't be Take it from someone who knows The glass is half full And tomorrow's gonna be a better day No matter what the siren voices say Tomorrow's gonna be a better day We're gonna make it that way
that will just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical, the topical solution for the political revolution. Remember, email me at polyrical at gmail.com. Follow me on at polyrical on Twitter. And support this podcast by making a monthly pledge on patreon.com slash unrelated things. Wrapping us up today, here is the song Conspiracy by Gang Star off of Daily Operation. Thanks for listening. can't tell me life was meant to be like this a black man in a world dominated by whiteness ever since the declaration of independence we've been easily brainwashed by just one sentence it goes all men are created equal that's why corrupt governments kill innocent people with chemical warfare they created crack and aids got the public thinking these were things that black folks made and every time there's violence shown in the media usually it's a black thing so where are they leading you to a world full of ignorance hatred and prejudice tv and the news for years they foolish notion that blacks are all criminals Violent lowlifes and then even animals I'm telling the truth so some suckers are fearing me But I must do my part to combat the conspiracy Schools, churches The SAT is not geared for the lower class So why waste time even trying to pass The educational system presumes you to fail The next place is the corner, then after that jail You gotta understand that this has all been conspired To put a strain on our brains so that the strong grow tired It even exists when you go to your church Cause up on the wall a white Jesus lurks They use your subconscious to control your will They've done it for a while and developed a skill To make you want to kill even your own brother, man Black against black, you see it's part of their plan They want to send us to war and they want to ban rap What they really want to do is get rid of us blacks Genocide is for real and I hope that you're hearing me You must be aware to combat the conspiracy In the the arts, Even in this rap game, all the glitters ain't gold Now the rap is big business, the snakes got bold They give you whack contracts and try to make you go pop Cause they have no regard for real hip hop They'll compare you to others and say, but yo, he sells And you know in your heart that he's weak as hell So you say, I ain't doing that corny stuff But they tell you that your chop positions will go up Sometimes they front big time and make you many promises And then when they break them That's when your mama says, son, you're making records, but that guy seems shady. It could be too late, and your career could be played, G. I hope you listen to the things that I'm sharing, see. We all have a job to combat the conspiracies.